Happy Friday. I'm Quinn Emmett, and this is Important, Not Important, Science for People Who Give a Shit. The newsletter features the most important science news of the week, how to think about it, and what the hell you can do about it. And now, that includes finding a new job working on the front lines of the future at Important Jobs. At importantjobs.com, you can find curated open roles in everything from clean energy to clean foods, regenerative agriculture to artificial intelligence ethics, maternal health, and cancer research. Alternately, if you're looking for new hires, maybe your company's first sustainability officer, post your open roles at importantjobs.com and get them in front of our entire community. You can find the digital version of this newsletter and links to everything at importantnotimportant.com slash newsletter or right from your show notes. It's Friday, July 2nd, 2021. It's been a rough week. For folks who fear losing a reliable, temperate climate, and for defenders of democracy, the least bad form of government discovered thus far, the Venn diagram of these two groups is more entwined than ever. There's about zero chance we get transformational action on the climate crisis without an overhaul of the democratic process in the United States. After the Supreme Court dissected the Voting Rights Act just a little bit more on Thursday morning, that action feels farther away than ever. But despite the near success of minority rule in the U.S. and a crippling heat wave crushing the U.S. and Canadian West Coasts and elsewhere, this thing's not over yet. And I'm proud that Important Not Important signed on as an official partner with groups like Indivisible, 350 Action, Sierra Club, and Vote.org in the Deadline for Democracy project. Folks, the For the People Act is a comprehensive piece of legislation that will transform the very foundation of our democracy if we let it. If passed, it would protect every American's freedom to vote, end partisan gerrymandering, curtail the dominance of big money in politics, and quite possibly save the planet, too. This is why we're participating in a mass mobilization from June 28th to July 10th, which is the Congressional July recess, which, frankly, should be held in one of America's finest red line city blocks. And we're asking activists across the country to host and join national, local, and virtual events in their communities. The moment is now, shakivers, and it won't last long. Our goal? To show massive grassroots support of the For the People Act. We've got one year to get major climate action done. One year. And while the green vortex that we've mentioned before has actually made huge strides in clean energy over the past decade, this week's climate news proves we've got a long, long way to go. We're not gonna slow this crisis by canceling oil. We're gonna do it by dismantling the power structures that keep fossil fuels and the politicians paid by them in power. There's a deadline for democracy, folks, and it's right fucking now. So let's do better, better. In climate and clean energy news, what's a dew point anyways? Understand this, a devastating historic heat dome exacerbated by what is still a very early moment in this climate crisis has crushed the west coast of North America, leading to fires, worsening drought, further crop loss, toxic smoke, and death. In fact, the only reason it didn't get hotter than it did, at times reaching 121 degrees, is because the, again, stupid toxic wildfire smoke itself prevented it from doing that. To paraphrase meteorologist Eric Holthouse, the Canadian heat wave was so strong it created wildfire conditions. 
And when the inevitable fire started, they created thunderstorms. And those are so strong, they created over 700,000 lightning bolts that sparked even more fires. Now, not to be left out, New York City's facing its own heat and blackout conditions, and it sent citizens an emergency text to please conserve power, an indicator of a future to come. The good news is that worked. Power consumption dropped. But like the leaked next IPCC report details, the haze in the barn for at least the next few decades. We have to fight the fight, heal this planet, and simultaneously adapt in a real way. And that means also understanding the other kind of deadly heat. To simplify, humans don't cool down by sweating. We cool down when the sweat on our skin evaporates. And if it's too humid because the dew point is too high, the sweat doesn't actually evaporate. Our inner core temperature climbs, our salt gets all out of whack, and very bad things happen. So listen, there is good news. I know, stick with me. You might have noticed that it wasn't the best week for fossil fuel companies either. They're being exposed for their lies and crimes. They're losing board seats, court judgments, and profits. Methane, which is now exposed as one of the most powerful contributors to warming, is easier than ever to identify and cancel as the House voted to reinstate Obama's methane rules. With increased heat, more humans will want air conditioning. Air conditioning is unfortunately no bueno for the atmosphere, so that's the perfect moment to incentivize heat pumps. And lastly, while our community of shikivers is growing, we need more. Often, and unfortunately, people come to us after recently and personally being affected by the climate crisis, ready to now pull the every lever available to slow it. And a large study showed that hot, dry days, quote, significantly increase individuals' perceptions that they have personally experienced global warming. And these dry extremes have become more common in the U.S. Southwest. Now, to be clear, I'd rather have fewer people in our community and fewer people hurt. This is bad. Millions are suffering. Entire towns are gone. But if you know someone who's been recently affected, wherever they live, because global climate action isn't going anywhere without the U.S. accomplishing our fair share, if you know someone who's ready to drive systemic change, you know where to send them. Importantnotimportant.com. Here's your action step. We're not going to make generational, definitive change without saving democracy first. You can find or host an event with Deadline for Democracy at deadlinefordemocracy.org. In COVID news, understand this. The Delta variant is very much here. In fact, it's everywhere. We found it in 85 countries so far. Let's clear some things up by way of the invaluable Ed Yong at the Atlantic. One, if you're vaccinated with any of the EULA-approved vaccines, you're fine. Fine means two doses of Pfizer is still 88% effective at preventing symptomatic infection and 96% effective at preventing hospitalization. If you've got AstraZeneca, consider a booster. On the other hand, there has never been a more dangerous moment in COVID for the unvaccinated. And that's whether by choice, by discrimination or availability, or because you're immunocompromised. The unvaccinated in the UK, India, Australia, and Africa, where just 1% of the population has been vaccinated, are getting crushed. 
And there lies our biggest problem. Like the climate crisis, COVID-19 knows no borders. Every potential host is an opportunity to not only infect, but to mutate and possibly and eventually infect the vaccinated. There's never been a better time for countries, localities to improve contact tracing, rapid testing, and ventilation. Here's your action step. If you're planning on traveling anywhere this summer, domestically or internationally, well, the US-Canada border is still closed, domestic travel is an option for now. And you can do it with the guide provided in your newsletter from The Atlantic. In medicine and biotech news, and then there were six. It's been a big, big week for CRISPR. From Nature, preliminary results from a landmark clinical trial suggest that CRISPR-Cas9 gene editing can be deployed directly into the body to treat disease. The study is the first to show that the technique can be safe and effective if the CRISPR-Cas9 components, in this case, targeting a protein that is made mainly in the liver, are infused into the bloodstream. In the trial, six people with a rare and fatal condition received a single treatment with the gene editing therapy all experienced a drop in the level of a misshapen protein associated with the disease. Those who received the higher of two doses tested saw levels of the protein, called TTR, decline by an average of 87%. What does that mean? It means we're suddenly in a brand new era. Because, continuing from science, previous results from CRISPR-Cas9 clinical trials have suggested that the technique can be used in cells that have been removed from the body. The cells are edited and then reinfused back into the study participants. But to be able to edit genes directly in the body would open the door to treating a wider range of diseases. Here's your action step. You can go deeper on CRISPR with our fan favorite conversation with Professor C. Brandon Obunyu, uh, nicknamed Big Data Kane on Twitter. And he is one of the world's most charismatic, but also vital researchers on disease and evolutionary biology. I can't recommend that one enough. And that's number 51 in your podcast feed. In food and water news, understand this, because America is addicted to work, 25 states are canceling increased SNAP benefits and expanded unemployment insurance months before they're scheduled to end. What that means, more people will go hungry. In May alone, 19 million Americans said they didn't have enough food for the week. And all this is because some governors believe, incorrectly, that these meager allowances are keeping people from working the brutal, underpaid frontline jobs we clapped out the windows for just a few months ago. Here's your action step. Google claims searches for Food Bank Near Me, Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, or SNAP, Food Stamps Application, and School Lunch Pickup all peaked in 2020, which is really just a great sign for a country theoretically committed to life, liberty, happiness, etc. So Google, in partnership with the excellent No Kid Hungry organization, Food Finder, and the U.S. Department of Agriculture, launched a Find Food Support tool. And again, you can find that in your show notes or in the newsletter, and you can use it to more easily source your nearest food bank, pantry, or school lunch program. And I would ask that you also share it uh, with your family, if necessary, with your city council on Facebook, your school board, your church, your swim team on next door for what it's worth, and even your office place. More people than you know need help. In artificial intelligence news, understand this, this might be a surprise, but 
social media can be an unpleasant place to be. Twitter is attempting to change that. An all-female Justice League of sorts is joining machine learning engineer Ari Font's new META, the Machine Learning Ethics, Transparency, and Accountability team. Among them include Dr. Raman Chowdhury, beloved for her commitment to algorithmic auditing, where she'll bring her own startup to lead the new team. Dr. Christian Lum, a University of Pennsylvania professor, renowned for her work building machine learning models that could reshape criminal justice. And Dr. Sarah Roberts, the co-director of the Center for Critical Internet Inquiry at UCLA, who will be a consultant. If all this sounds weird, it's because Google has done the complete opposite by firing their all-female ethics team, and Facebook's still recommending political groups to users months after pledging to stop. Now, Twitter can obviously alternate between cesspool and invaluable tool on an hourly basis. So they've got a long way to go, but we'll keep an eye on it for you and report back. Your action step is this. Artificial intelligence, or at the very least, machine learning, will touch every industry, and soon. Your company can get ahead on AI ethics by embracing transparency inside and outside your organization, and building a methodological, values-driven approach. There's one playbook that we've included in the show notes and in the newsletter from the founder of the Montreal AI Ethics Institute, and you should read it, annotate it, and share it. Here's your roundup. Does Grail's magical cancer blood test finally actually work? We've got the latest on vaccine passports for every U.S. state. We know that the world has land use issues, and we know that America really has land use issues. But did you know that we have eight parking spaces for every single car? It turns out California won't spend nearly as much on wildfire prevention as advertised, which is timely. The long-advertised Pacific Northwest megaquake, or from the New Yorker six years ago, the big one, will come someday. And now we've sent a little ship out to try and predict how bad it's really going to be. If you want to electrify and harden your house against overheated grids, make a plan with Electrify Now and see if Electrum, E-L-E-C-T-R-U-M, see if their services are live in your area. An Indonesian mapping platform is turning social media chatter into an adorable little bot with life-saving information during natural disasters. Honda's dropping two new SUV electric vehicles. Controversial deep-sea mining is a go, unfortunately. This one brings me just really so much rage. A new African oil field threatens 130,000 elephants, or fully one-third of remaining African elephants. And Allbirds published their net zero plan. And not surprisingly for Allbirds, it's an actual plan. Here are your important jobs of the week. Reminder, folks, every week we're going to share the featured roles from important jobs right here in your newsletter and your audio newsletter. And a reminder that I curate every single one of these myself. And if you're hiring and want to get your open role in front of our incredible community, you can submit a featured role at importantjobs.com. First role, AI slash machine learning data scientist at GiveDirectly. Second role, country director at GiveDirectly. Third role, U.S. Senior Program Manager at GiveDirectly. And fourth role, a full-stack software developer at Joro. And if you're wondering what GiveDirectly works on, go one back in your podcast feed and find our incredible conversation with Caroline Tetti and Michael Fay. 
A reminder, you can go to importantjobs.com to browse 40 plus more open roles. We're adding more every single week. That's it for this week. To go deeper on any of the news or to find your action steps, go to importantnotimportant.com slash newsletter, where you can also subscribe to the email version. Thanks as always for being a part of our community and thanks for giving a shit. Have a great weekend.